This is Minutia Minutia Men Men. with Rick and Dave. Well, as you know, I uh, had a big birthday. Yeah, congratulations. uh, Big 6-0. 60. Yeah. Yeah. On Tuesday, I turned 60. And thank you for the lovely bouquet of flowers that you, oh, and, you're the missus, that you and the missus said. That you're was welcome. really, really nice. Yeah. I didn't appreciate the 12-pack of Insure. <laughs> okay. I didn't what about a, the diapers? Did yeah. you like that? So, but, but I was feeling, you know, I know that you turned 60 six weeks ago, and you had yeah. a bit of a I, tough time. Yes. I'm it, still having a tough time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I really didn't. Okay. You know, and, I, and it's not like I, I don't necessarily feel you're so young at heart. Well, that's, that's true. What it is, the, but I think you've, it is the, my vibrancy. You've, you've got a bounce in your step. You're just, uh, you know, you may be only six weeks younger than me, but, but you're really much, much younger. Right. I'm like Mary Tyler Moore throwing the hat. You are <laughs> right. You are. I, I, that's the thing. I've always thought of you that way. So I went to the dentist today. So I haven't really been feeling old. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I went to the dentist today, and you know how they have cameras, or cam- well, they do have cameras, but television yeah. screens? Yeah. So you can watch while they're cleaning your teeth, right. and you can watch TV. And, well, because yeah. you can't have a conversation. <laughs> right. And so you're, you know, right. there's something to do. Um, so I, they were, Kelly and, who's her husband, Mark Consuaco-Swiss or whatever. Oh, yeah, the, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly and, yeah, yeah. And it was on, okay? And I was watching. Mark Consuelo? Yeah, right, yeah, right. Dreamy. That guy is very attractive. Uh, So I'm just sitting there and watching Kelly and Mark, and I'm, you know, this show isn't bad. Oh my gosh. Were you on the laughing gas at that time? (laughs) And I'm like, they are delightful. They had one of the women from uh, the Housewives of the whatever, Orange Mm -hmm. County or whatever. She was a stitch, and they had. (laughs) Oh my God. Who was the Saturday Night Live? I don't even know you anymore. (laughs) Who was the Saturday Night Live guy who got into the really bad accident? Uh, Tracy Morgan. He was on there. Wonderful. (laughs) And I was really enjoying it. God, this show is delightful. And then they do the audience shot. Yeah. And it's... You. It's 87-year-old people, right? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm going to dial it back Uh, a little uh bit. I do not like this show. (laughs) This show is stupid. It's lame, man. (laughs) It's lame. Just like this show. It's called Minutia Men. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia, Minutia Man, Man with Rick and Dave. I've been listening to News Radio 78 <laughs> yeah. for 50 years. You have been. So, yeah. but I had no idea how So long. that's funny because, yeah, you were like 45 years old when you were 25. Right. Um, and then you just stopped aging. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, absolutely. Right. But granted, I've been a middle-aged guy since 1984. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, we got a ton of stuff to do. Okay. And, and at our age, yeah, you know, you never know we're going to take a little snooze. Roll it. Yeah. Uh, so this has not been a great year for Germany. Why okay. is that? Well, well it's, it's not a great year. Perhaps not as bad as the 40s, 44, 45, yeah. you know, whatever. But not a great year. So last month, a German, no, actually two months ago, a German transit study found that a third of Germany's trains are chronically late and... and Wait, what? Yeah, I know, right? No, there's a study. And th- I think we even did a story that to placate the, the passengers that are pissed off, yeah. they are doing using aromatherapy. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. They were, they're yeah, pumping yeah. in soothing scents, okay? So that's gone wrong for, Ger- for Germany. I, uh, I don't even know these people anymore. During the past nine months, German scientists... 
and let's be clear, that phrase, German scientist, <laughs> kind of creepy in yeah. itself, uh-huh. uh, have found that an estimated 57% of all German wild boars, that's the animal, not yeah. your Uncle mm-hmm. Horst, uh, <laughs> contained high levels of radioactive cesium. So over half of the German wild boars are radioactive, basically, wow. okay. due to nuclear weapon tests over the decades. Wow. But now here is a third thing. That Germany is grappling. Okay, with so right don't now. eat the boars. <laughs> Your train might not be on time. Right. And avoid the raccoons. Beer-loving raccoons are terrorizing German cities. <laughs> and that's really the most important thing in a German city. Is the raccoon. Is the beer. Yeah, well, is the yeah, beer, right. Yeah. Germany's raccoon population has exploded in the past couple of decades. This crafty, adaptable furball have been so uh, so far un- has filled a so far unfulfilled niche in Germany's ecosystem that they're f- perfectly fitting in. The raccoons are slowly starting to take control of German cities. Okay, oh they my ru- God. they rummage through trash cans. They make a mess as raccoons yep. do. You know, like your sons, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they. Uh, and they, they kill and they eat household pets. It's a problem, right? Yeah. But this is what is how they're surviving is that they've developed a taste for beer. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they're, well, Germ- well, they're German. They're German. Right in Rome. Yeah. Right. So they but it's it's more than just a fancy of a, a passing fancy. Yeah. They are breaking in to places specifically for the beer oh my god Hans, <laughs> like roving bands of raccoons with ma- masked too right <laughs> yeah um hans schlofen it's real name real by name. the way the head of berlin's interior bureau says the raccoons have developed taste for german beer and are friendly city people okay even the, uh, even berlin beer because let's let's i mean if we're gonna talk german beer berlin Dave, beer is not uh, berlin beer is it's like old second style. rate. It's, it's old style. It's not. It's not Bavarian beer. Yeah, that's all, all right. Carry on. Carry on. Um, now you might be wondering how ra- raccoons first came to Germany. I am okay. Guess who's responsible? Would that be the Americans? No, it would be the Nazis. Actually. Oh. So Joseph Goebbels. Yeah. Okay. Nazis. You know, Nazis. Yep. Propaganda minister ordered raccoons to be released in Germany's forest. To improve the country's biodiversity. This is the first time Goebbels and diversity has ever been <laughs> in, in the same sentence. So he, he released, I don't know, a couple of raccoons back in the 30s into the, is it the Tear Garden or whatever? I don't know. Uh, the, uh, the, the Schwarzwald. Uh, and yeah. they wanted, because he wanted to. Oh, that's fascinating. And, it, and they exploded you know? wow um now they have no natural predators i guess yeah uh and i, I mean i'm envisioning envisioning raccoons with little later hosens <laughs> playing little accordions right with wearing their masks and just schnockered get it <laughs> ralphie raccoon <laughs> yeah, yeah that's nice uh i have a story for you um this is also a drinking story mm-hmm. we're we're lining up perfectly a Wisconsin bar was the site for one of the greatest stories to come out of week one of the NFL. Mm. And if you missed it, hundreds of Packers fans packed Jack's American Pub in Milwaukee for a promotion that offered free drinks if the Jets lost because they are so ticked off oh, that Aaron Rodgers. Now, of course, we all know what happened in that game. Yeah. Uh, things went awry. 
And I, I'm just going to play the report from this guy because it is so funny. Um, here he is. Uh, the reporter's name is AJ Bayatapur. Here we go. We're just going to keep going. Another condition is Aaron Rodgers must start the game, but the rules say nothing about him having to finish it. So there's a loud roar when Rodgers leaves the game hurt in the first quarter. The fans say it's nothing personal. I mean, I'm not necessarily opposed to Rodgers, but uh, tonight I'm thinking with my wallet instead. Still, some say they'll be flying high regardless of the outcome because after Sunday's game, they're in love. I think we can work around that, especially after Jordan Love's performance yesterday. I'm not too down in the dumps after that. Ouch. So, yeah. Enjoy. And the mood has changed considerably. That is because the Jets just won the game on a long touchdown in overtime. You could take a look. This is the reaction from a bar where people are realizing the bar tabs they've been racking up all night, thinking, certainly with Rogers hurt, the bar was going to be paying that tab. It is setting in. They are going to have to go to the bar and pay that tab. That's where we're at. This offer is going to be in effect for the for another 12 games this season. As long as the Jets and Packers are not playing at the same time, this Jets lose UN promotion is in effect. Tonight, Bill and Natalie, the house won. <laughs> so so they get so all these Packer fans go into this bar. Yes. And the and the bar says if the Jets lose, all yeah. your drinks are free. Right. Okay. That's all right. Well, so they thought you know, right. I mean it was kind of a risky yeah, proposition yeah, yeah, on yeah. the bar's point, but the bar won. Yeah, right. And and this time. these this is this makes me so happy yeah. because these are Packer fans right. who are gloating right. from the day before because yeah, yeah, yeah. they had they, just they crushed the Bears. Killed the Bears. And now they're ready to right. take a dump on Aaron Rodgers. Mm. He gets hurt and they're like cheering. Yeah. yeah. And then, they yeah. Oh. And now and so they just drink. And, and we're talking about Wisconsin. Oh, my God. I know. Like, we're just talking. They're like raccoons in Germany. <laughs> they are drinking and drinking all day long. That The night comes. They, the game ends in overtime. Right, right. They lose in horrific fashion. Yeah. And now they have to, they pay, have to pay. pay. Do you remember when we went to, was that for Dane's 50th? Yes, it was. We went yeah, to, to Milwaukee. And we went to, what was the bars called? General Galuli or whatever. I, Gagoonies yeah, I or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they had that whenever the Packers would score. And we they weren't playing the Bears, but we were there. You got a free shot. You got a free shot. Yeah. And they scored like I know. 54 to whatever. <laughs> and everybody is just hammered. <laughs> Yeah, they like to drink in Wisconsin. I don't know if you've heard about yeah, that. So, so that's nice. Hey, we got a review, maybe from Chicago, or maybe from Wisconsin. Okay. Every episode is great. Every, every episode is great, quick-witted, and timely. Must listen. And that's from Florina B. Drill via <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Well, that's uh, just that's, last week. That's very nice. Uh, here's it's time for another feature. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where we reach into the uh, archives of uh, of Rick and Dave. And there's, you know, 40 years of stuff to choose mm -hmm. from. And this week, Dave... Well, when you are 60, tends yeah. to, you know... Right, that means we were 20 yeah. when we met. Yeah. 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 Um, actually, we were 19, I think. Mm. <laughs> anyway... Um, this week, just a couple of years ago, Eddie Money passed away. Yeah. The uh, the great uh, Eddie Money, and was it last year? Did you? Is it? Oh, was it? Yeah, it was actually. It was last year. Yeah, 
And we had uh, a guest on. Mm-hmm. His name is Kurt Elling, mm-hmm. who's a, a friend of yours. He's also a world-renowned jazz yeah. vocalist. And it turns out he's also a great storyteller. <laughs> and he has a story that he shared with us about Eddie Money, and we're going to play that for you right now. So I'm out, uh, I'm out in Colorado doing dates with the band. This is maybe, I don't know, 15 years ago, maybe longer, 19 years ago. And my bass player is like, dude, we got a day off. We should go whitewater rafting. I say, okay, because it's going to be boring. And we're out in some, you know, hotel that doesn't mean anything to anybody. And we're like, yeah. So we put on gungies and they're like, okay, well, we're going to pick you up in a in a short bus because that's the way it works. We're going to pick you guys up in a short bus from, you know, from this strip mall uh, parking lot. And then we'll take you to the place. They say, okay. So we go and we're standing around. And, you know, my, my guy's got like cut off, you know, cut off uh, jean shorts with the tag still on them. <laughs> and I've got on whatever I borrowed. And we're going to go whitewater rafting. So we get on the short bus and we got about 15 other people that, we, that we're just meeting on the way. And onto the bus comes a guy with real big hair and a big old schnoz. Really handsome, but he's also wearing cut-off jean shorts with the snag still stumming off the bottom, and he and 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 tube socks and white tennis shoes. And he comes on and he goes, "Hey everybody, it's Eddie Money, the singer. How you doing? How you doing? How you guys doing?" That's how he introduced himself. He walked onto the bus and he said, "Hey everybody, it's Eddie Money, the singer." And then he he greeted everybody on the bus. And just like sat down, he's like, "Yeah, I got my kids. We're gonna go whitewater rafting. What are you doing here?" Like, dude, we're all going. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all wearing the same clothes, and we're going to the same place. Eddie Money, the singer. Uh, <laughs> did you introduce yourself as Kurt Elling, the singer? Yeah. I just said, I just said, dude, Eddie Money, right on, man. And he's like, "Yeah, all right." And then my bass player, of course, knew all the players on all of his records. He's like, "Oh man, in 1972, you did this record. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good record. Yeah." All right, man. Well, so we're going to raft today, right? It's <laughs> awesome. Like, so we whitewater. So we ended up going whitewater rafting. He had his kids and his wife or whatever in one, and we were like doing races down the thing, and he was getting all winded because he was an old user. And, yeah. you know, but just a lovely guy. But just to come on the bus and be like, hey, let's put everybody at that Micey. Hey, is any money? So, so when, you when you were on the raft, did he, if, if anyone started leaning over to the end, did he say, baby, hold on? <laughs> You know what? He didn't have that kind of no. no. He was busy. Yeah. He was he was looking for his next cigarette. Um, so <laughs> that's a great story. So, so we saw Kurt. Kurt headlined um, Jazz Fest a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, at the Pritzker Pavilion. He was just just fantastic. I mean, it was just great. But we, he did the baby hold on to me he, that's the song he did. Yeah, yeah. And he when they're going into it, he goes, "I'm Eddie. Hey." hey I'm Eddie Money, the singer. That's how he introduced oh, the song. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That was awesome. So yeah. you know how uh, I've been saying that uh, every week, if I wanted to, I could play you a parody song yeah. that I wrote? Well, again, this week, okay. uh, I'm not going to play all of it. Just play a little bit of it. Um, this week in 1998. All right, so 98. Okay. September Sammy of 98. Sosa. Oh, is Sammy it the, Sosa. the home run race? Is that yes. The, okay. Now... He hit 60 homers. Mm-hmm. He did it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote a song about my dear friend Sammy Sosa. It's called. This is the pre steroids Sammy Sosa. <laughs> well, I'll play a little bit of okay. it. It's called Sosa. 
I see what you did there. Mark McGuire hit 70, but we all know who's MVP. Sammy Sosa, S-O-S-A Sosa. Even though Brant Brown dropped that ball, Cubs are in the playoffs after all. Thanks to Sosa, S-O-S-A Sosa, S-O-S-A Sosa. You get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a, that was one of my favorite ones that we did live. By the way, I was on Landecker's show recently, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he said something like, uh, you know, you make it sound like I wasn't part of the process at all, <laughs> which is a fair fair point. I mean, he is singing every yeah, one sure, of these songs. Sure. <laughs> now, but he wasn't getting up as early as you were, was he? No. Yeah. No. No, he, he wasn't. wasn't working as hard as you were. Was he, he wasn't. And he <laughs> wasn't writing the lyrics yeah, either. I right. mean, he helped with the lyrics, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of these songs were his idea to write them. Sure. And he sang them all. Right. I but, didn't sing but, any of but, them. But you wrote the, the song. I did. Right. But I did. He done a, the, That was one of his vocal performances that were pretty best. good. That was yeah. the, one, one of the yeah. best ones. Pretty good. Well, him, Eddie Money, and Kurt Elling could be there. <laughs> hey, here's a story coming out of uh, England. Okay. Police rushed to report of a ritual mass killing, but it was just a yoga class. <laughs> According to a Facebook post by Seascape Cafe at the, observi- at the observ- uh, Observatory, a cafe that is also a community space, art gallery, and exercise studio in the UK, people rushed to the business shortly after a yoga class wrapped up because a concerned passerby mistook the final resting position of the entire class as a mass killing. So he walked by the thing <laughs> and he sees it. That's <laughs> a bloody sea of dead blokes and birds. <laughs> the, the final resting pose, also known as the corpse pose or savasana, I think oh, it's called, okay. typically occurs at the end of a yoga class in which people lie on their backs with their eyes closed. <laughs> it, um <laughs> In order to sink into a meditative state, the unidentified person went past it, like I said, called the cops. Cops come in and they're like, okay, it's really just a yoga class, but thank you. Um, uh, and l- like I said, Lincolnshire police confirmed they went there. Oh, Lincolnshire. Yeah, not Lincolnshire. Yeah, not, not the. Yeah. Okay. Hey, have you ever gone to a yoga class? Have you ever taken a yoga I did. Yeah. Um, my body doesn't work that well, way. Well, that's the one thing. But also, did you get really emotional? No. I, for whatever reason, and it wasn't the pain, I did, you know, I would go to like, Michelle would drag me to these things, every, you know, for, okay, let's do this for eight weeks or whatever. I would get all teary and emotional because it's like a release. You wow. Know? I'm like, I can't do this. I'm German. Low T. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do have low T. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'm like, you know, I'm German. Yeah. I can't do this. German's not for yoga. No, uh, I mean, German. I have, you have your emotions surgically removed at birth. There, no, I pushed them down into a little safe yeah. way down there. But I did find an audio of okay. a German yoga instructor. Oh, I'd and, like I, and I sent it to you. I have it right here. Uh, let's play it. Here we go. Meet yourself wherever you are right now. Meet yourself exactly where I need you to be right now. <laughs> Take as many breaths here as you need. In precisely three breaths. You'll meet me in Downward Dog and just know that if you are even a moment late, you are disappointment to the fatherland. Focus on extending your spine as if you're extending your consciousness into the heavens. 
extending through the spine the way we extend lungs to Mediterranean economies. <coughs> Next, we're going to move into child's pose. We will go down into kinder pose. It is similar to child's pose, but distinctly less joyful. <laughs> there, you, oh, that's nice. there you go. That's a German yoga instructor <coughs> like for it. you. Um, you know, um, they're making the German sound kind of bad. I don't know. I, I'm uh, going to be going to... The father is that where you're going in a couple weeks? I'm going to Switzerland actually, but close enough. You're not going to Germany? No, no, but I just what are you doing in Switzerland? Is there a yodeling contest or (laughs) it's a Rika law thing? It's a big uh alphorn blowing contest. (laughs) Um, yes, we'll be in the mountains. I'm gonna bring my my pet cow, okay, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be doing some radioactive radioactive boar, yes, exactly. That's that's is this just a family vacation? What What are you doing here? I, you know. We're just we're just going. Is it just you two? No, we're going to three couples. Okay, who are these? Uh, my sister and her boyfriend, okay. and my friend Todd Schneider, okay, the co-author of Green Vice yeah, yeah, Four, yeah. Yeah. Um, and his wife. They oh. live out in California. It's just a chance to you know Reconnect. get back together with oh. them. And and, and are you just staying in Switzerland? <clears throat> we are in also going to Italy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you know we planned this like a year ago, and I wasn't. I didn't know that I was going to have a book coming out right now. And so the timing isn't perfect, but I don't care. It is what it is. Uh, Oh, are we doing a show? Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. So what... uh, I have to tell you a story. Yes, I got to tell you right. a story. Number seven on our list right here. This <laughs> okay. is you. All right. See, that's like when it says Rick, number seven, okay. that's you. All right. I'm ready. Uh, have you heard about the new merger between Smuckers and Hostess? Uh, I don't think so. So Smuckers bought the Hostess. The jelly company. Yeah. Right? The jelly company bought Hostess, the snack company. Okay. Which, if you think about it, is a Perfect good combination, fit. right? Great co-fan. <clears throat> Hostess makes... Twinkies, Ding Dongs, Ho Ho's, mm-hmm. Zingers, Cupcakes, and Snowballs. Mm-hmm. All right, that's just, you, I, I'm sure you've had every one of those. I've had every one. <clears throat> Smuckers makes jelly, jam, mm-hmm. Jif peanut butter, Goober grape, okay. Folgers coffee, milk bone treats. You know, Goober grape, for those of you who don't yeah. know, is, is <clears throat> a, it's a jar of peanut butter and yeah. jelly. Together. Right. Because in America, we're too fucking lazy to have two different jars, you know? Well, I think it's just beginning because now these two companies are together. <laughs> yeah. So I have a couple of uh, products, uh, the merging. Uh, idea, of the, man? Are you, are you yeah. idea man? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, we're just spitballing. Yeah. So okay. you can help me work through this with your master's okay. degree. Right. Um, I was thinking ding dong jelly. Okay. Sure. You know, it's kind of a visual. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Ding dong jelly. I can think of some packaging for that okay. right off the bat. How about goober balls? <laughs> goober, I, the, goober similar balls? packaging. All right. And what about Twinkie butter? Twinkie. <laughs> Twinkie butter. Yeah. Or, or the zinger bone. The zinger bone. Those, those are just some possibilities. Um, I think uh, if you have others, you can send them to sure. us. Um, and maybe the, the people at Smuckers will, will appreciate our help. Um, what the, is the uh, difference between jam and jelly? That's a great question. I have no idea. Do you want to? You want to look that up? No. Okay. <clears throat> it's time for another feature. Um, what do we call this one again? That would be celebrity potpourri. 
A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. And, and how does marmalade fit into the jam That's jelly? A, boy, these are all great questions. By the way, can you tell that I've been working like 14 hours a day getting this book ready? I'm a little, my, my brain is a little for cocktail. Yeah. Okay. And I say for Cocta because this email right now is for, is for uh, you. Okay. Okay. Good. <clears throat> I, this is the first time this has ever happened. This is from Sarah. Sarah, I couldn't find an email for Dave, so I'm sending this to you. That's okay. It's a Jew to Jew message for Passover. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dave, you'll never believe who was who. My you have to help me with pronunciations there. Okay. Uh, Bub Booby Bubby. My 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 bubby is my grandmother. Uh, you'll never believe who my bubby invited to our Passover seder in the 1970s. Oh, okay, Avery Schreiber. <laughs> oh my God, that is He's awesome. He's from Chicago. His mother Minnie is friends with my bubby. I uh, I was a celebrity at the shul for months after word got <laughs> That's out. That's the temple. Yeah. After word got out by me telling everyone. (laughs) I don't remember anything about the dinner except for his big mustache. And his astro. And one question that my bubby asked him. Remember, he was part of a comedy team called Burns and Schreiber. Uh She said, she asked him, is Burns a goyim? Schreiber replied, goyer than a Velveeta and Miracle Whip Wonder Bread sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) That is that is a great story. That is a great story. Did I ever tell you? Um, thank you, sir. When That's my, Sarah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> when my daughter Lila, when she was in preschool, we we went to the Catholic preschool. Yeah, they and they would give us the the menu, right? For you know what's going to happen for the you know yeah. for lunch. I am not making this up. They had corned beef sandwiches on white bread. Yeah. That's, that's who we are. That's who we are. Have you guys, have you not seen Mrs. Basil? <laughs> I know, I know. And yellow mustard? Yellow uh, mustard? Uh, well, that was probably mayonnaise. It was yeah. like probably white bread oh mayonnaise gosh, and yeah. corned beef. Yeah, I just like the I like the idea of a Velveeta and Miracle Whip sandwich. <laughs> I just love the fact that Avery Shriver's eating. Hey, pass me the potatoes. God, that is a great story. I actually remember him. You oh, know, yeah. I don't know how many people do. <clears throat> All right, I, th- have- I think he was the go-to guy that I would say to describe a Jew. Oh, right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, actually, like, I think that's right. Like, yeah, yeah. we're good. Well, yeah, I went to Hebrew school with Avery Shriver. Yeah, you know, right. whatever. Uh, so we have another show called Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. We just played you a clip from uh, our Kurt Elling right. interview. There's a, another musician on this week. Yeah, Scott May, he um, longtime Chicago guy, uh, just joined the Ides of March 33 years ago, I think it was, right? Yeah, exactly. So he's the new kid at the Ides of March, obviously an extremely um, famous band here in Chicago. He tells some great stories. He is... Really tied into the Chicago community with you know in the radio business yep. and uh, <clears throat> the com- comedy and world. Comedy. He uh, was the uh, co-host with uh, Morton Downey Jr. Wasn't yeah, he, he was <laughs> Morton Downey Jr. <laughs> show. Yeah, uh, there's all kinds of great right. stories. Check it out. It's Scott May on the Minutia right. Man Celebrity Interview. It'll be up soon. Yeah, right. So <clears throat> be sure to check that out. In the meantime, we have people to thank. Mm-hmm. Why don't you thank them this week? Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Joseph Goebbels for releasing the... Tony Lasano. Yeah. Good God. Well, yeah. Couldn't do the show without Tony. Opie shows. Uh, Ed Silla. 
distributes all of Radio our misfits. All of, yeah. Um, I want to thank you. And I want to thank you, you know, I, your, your uh, happy 60th birthday. Oh, thank you. Um, and we'll be back again well, next week. I want to week. thank Sarah. And thank, thank you, Sarah, right, for sending right, right. in uh, your email. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Manushman. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?